Hi, my name is Esther, and I'll be doing the second Bible reading. It is from Luke chapter 2, verses 8 to 12. It can be found in page 1071. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Saviour has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. This is the word of the Lord. Thank you, Esther. We're going to spend a few uh, minutes reflecting on that passage, that uh, Bible reading. Uh, but uh, another an announcement, and, and that is if uh, next week after the Christmas service uh, you have no Christmas plans, we would love to invite you over to our place in Surrey Hills uh, for Christmas lunch. Uh, we'll have uh, real food, edible meat, and things that will not make us sick. So come along if you're interested. If you're interested, uh, speak to Yvonne, and she'll make sure there's enough for us. Uh, but it is Christmas. It's uh, meant to be a time of good news. And already yesterday, we've been receiving presents. Someone from our church dropped us a present for us yesterday, very kind of this person. And now I've got this. I'm very happy today indeed. But is Christmas good news? What do you think? Well, it depends, doesn't it? It depends on what happens at Christmas. So, kids, what do you think? Is Christmas good news? Well, imagine this. If for Christmas, you just want your stocking, your Christmas sock stocking to be filled with lollies, a bit like this. This is what you're hoping for at Christmas, right? Filled with lollies. But then on Christmas morning, you wake up, you go to the fireplace, and instead of finding lollies, you find this, filled with money. Not Australian dollars, which is not worth very much, but US dollars. (laughs) Then that's great news. But instead if you find this on Christmas morning, a candy that's mouldy, growing nails, then that's bad news, isn't it? But all kids, perhaps, for Christmas, maybe you don't have enough soft toys and you're just wishing for one of these, simple dog. But then Christmas morning, you wake up early, you go to the Christmas tree and under the Christmas tree, you find one of this, a real dog. Then that's good news. But instead, if you get one of these, then that's bad news, isn't it? You wouldn't want one of that, would you? You get nightmares from that thing. (laughs) What about for the rest of us adults, bigger kids? Perhaps for Christmas lunch, you're preparing a wonderful feast for family and for friends, and you're hoping that your turkey roast, that you've spent so much time marinating, whatever you marinate turkey with, and you're hoping they will come out looking like this. Uh, Looks like a chicken to me, but it's probably turkey. (laughs) But when it comes out of the oven, it looks a bit like this then that's great news, isn't it? But instead, if it comes out of the oven looking like this, then that's bad news, isn't it? And shame on you for sharing and serving such a turkey. If I were to cook, my one would probably look like that. But if you're coming next week, don't worry. If I will be cooking, I'll only be pouring drinks. What about Christmas uh, shopping? Is that good news or bad news for us? Shopping at Christmas time, well, that depends. If you love shopping, then it's good news for you, right? You, you have to shop, you have to spend, you have to buy. And you've got the best excuse ever. It's Christmas, you can buy. 
And so Ivana, I don't need to give her permission, but she's got my permission. Spend as much as you like. It's Christmas and you won't get in trouble. Not that she will anyway. But if you hate shopping, you're one of those who leave Christmas shopping to Christmas Eve when you go over to Chatsden and it's chaos, then that's bad news for you. Or at least it's bad news for those you purchased last-minute presents for. But whether you like shopping or not, Christmas time is certainly good news for shopping centre bosses, for our banks with our credit cards, but bad news for our wallets, I'm sure. Do you, do you know how much Australians are expected to spend this Christmas? We're expected to spend $48.1 billion this Christmas season. $48 billion. I mean, that's enough to buy perhaps Tasmania. You know, that's a lot of money. And more than half of that will be placed on credit cards. You see, we're spending so much that in a recent survey conducted by Gumtree, many of you use Gumtree, get this, 42% of people would consider buying a second-hand present for Christmas. And for who? For a parent. That's sad, isn't it? We're spending so much. But beyond the commercialization of Christmas, beyond all the shopping, beyond all the tinsels and lights and trees, is Christmas good news? What would make Christmas good news for you? Well, you see, for many people, Christmas is not so good news. Perhaps even for some people here. Though at Christmas time, many of us will spend Christmas Day with parents and extended family and friends. About 2% of Australians will spend Christmas alone. And many more than that, though they will be at crowded parties, will still feel lonely inside. At Christmas time, the homeless will remain homeless. The hungry will remain hungry. And many people in many parts of the world, many cities and countries, guns will continue to fire, people will continue to suffer. And so Christmas can be a sad and depressing time for so many, and I suspect even here. And so do the celebrations, the lights are going on outside. Inside, it can be lonely and, and dark and even depressing. But you see, Christmas is meant to be good news, isn't it? It's meant to be good news. But it's not the presents that makes a good news. It's not the celebrations and parties that makes a good news. It's not even the Christmas spirit, whatever that is, that makes a good news. So what is it that makes Christmas good news? Well, it is this announcement made 2,000 years ago. It is the proclamation of those angels to those frightened and helpless shepherds. And what's that good news? Well, first, it is that a saviour is born. A saviour is born. And second, he was born for you. That's the good news. Firstly, a saviour is born, and he is born for you. And that's what we heard in our Bible reading. And that's what we see in our verse, our memory text for this month. Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you or for you. He is Christ the Lord. You see, Christmas is good news. It is meant to be good news. Even though we might not feel it, it is meant to be good news because a saviour has been born. Now, if we think we don't need saving, 
then, then a saviour is redundant. A saviour is unnecessary. A saviour is pointless. But a saviour has been born, notice here in this verse, for all the people. What that tells us is that we all need a saviour and we all need saving. And so, children, kids here, Christmas is good news. And do you know why? Beyond the presence, it is because you need a saviour. And Jesus Christ is that saviour. And for the rest of us, Christmas is good news. That beyond the parties and celebration. Why? Because you need a saviour. And Jesus Christ is that saviour. Now, why do we need a saviour? Why do we need saving? Well, you see, it's because there is this massive chasm between God and us. There's a massive divide between God and us. We cannot get to God. It, it means that we can never know joy fully. It means that we can never experience peace completely. It means that we can never have happiness everlastingly. It means that we can never live life fully. And it means that we can never be with God eternally. And you see, that chasm, that great divide, is something that we've created. We created that when we say no to God. Stay away from me, God. Leave me alone, God. Don't tell me what to do, God. I live my life my way, God. You stay away. That is us creating the chasm, creating the divide. And it's a hopeless and frightening chasm. It's a chasm that we can't jump, we can't bridge, we can't move, we can't cross. Our best efforts will not get us across to God. Our whole life of effort will not get us to God. And that is why we need a saviour to bring us across. A saviour who will bridge this divide, who will bridge this chasm and bring us to God. You see, that is the good news of Christmas. It is big. It is cosmic. It is bigger than the parties. It's bigger than the trees and lights. It is cosmic because what is happening is not just down here, but up there where God came to us. The Saviour has come to us. Now, I suspect that for many of us, we doubt that we need any saving at all. I suspect for many of us, we doubt we need a saviour at all. Life is okay. My life is going okay. I don't need saving. What do I need to be saved from? But that's because we don't really understand the magnitude of the trouble that we're really in. It's because we don't really understand the mess that we're really in, the chasm that we have created. Now, I suspect that for most of us, we like to think of our life a bit like this. Picture this, the peaceful, serene, carefree stroll by the free-flowing river. You know, the birds are singing, the butterflies flying, the flowers blooming, the sun's shining. That's what our recent holiday, we've just come back from two weeks in Vietnam, that was what one of the days of this holiday was like. Life was good. Why do I need saving? I don't need a saviour. Life is good. It is peaceful. It is good. But you see, the Bible has a different picture of what our life is really like. It is like the night of that good day, of our holiday. Do you know what happened that night? This was only a week ago. That night, what happened? Well, after spending the day walking and eating and shopping and, and enjoying the atmosphere and, and bustle of this Vietnamese city, by night time, 
things changed. The rain started to pour. The river, which our hotel was right next to, rose. The, the city dam was, in fact, open, and there was flooding all over the city. We couldn't get to our hotel. It was chaos. It was terrible. We were stranded along with the other uh, tourists. We couldn't get back to our hotel. We, we couldn't walk. The water was up to the thighs. No way our kids could get through that. We didn't want to walk through that, not knowing what's swimming down there. And it was chaos. There was this sort of chasm between us and the hotel, us and safety. Now, this, this is a picture of the flooding. That was the roundabout, and past that, it was all flooded, and our hotel was in there somewhere. We, we even wanted to pay the taxi driver more so that he would drive us back to the hotel and, and get us back to safety. But none of them would do it. Even if we wanted to pay more, the water was too high, it was too dangerous. I even entertained the thought, perhaps I will be brave, I'll take off my thongs, pull up my shorts, walk through and, and save the day. But in the end, we needed someone to save us. And so what happened? Well, we needed someone from the hotel to come up to get us. And so that's what we did. We called for help, we called the hotel, and someone came to the rescue. You know what they did? Well, we thought they'll send a big bus uh, a big bus that is high up so that we, we will be way above the flooding. But instead they sent these four extremely skinny bellboys. They looked like they didn't eat in a whole week. One guy was on a moped and three were on push bikes. Imagine that, riding through the flood. Well, anyway, they did and it worked. One by one, Yvonne first and then our kids. One by one, they took us back to the hotel. Safety at last saved at last but, but you see the, the the picture of the bible it is is worse than that not not just flooding but like a tsunami a wave like a wall of water that is coming and there's no escape we're we're trying to swim gasp for breath staying afloat but unless someone reaches down and saves us we will be dead you see that's the picture that the bible gives us and Jesus is that saviour who comes from heaven to save us from death itself. Who comes from heaven to bridge this chasm that we've created to bring us to God. You see, that is the good news of Christmas. But then that's not the full picture of the good news. First, a saviour is born. But the second part of it is that this saviour is born for you. It is personal he's come for you and that is why it is of great news that it will be of great joy for all the people do you notice that it is for all the people he's come to be your savior and he's the only one who can save you he is for you a savior not just out there a story we say year in and year out but a savior who has come for you you see, it's only good news at Christmas time that a saviour is born. That is good news. But it's only good news for you if he is your saviour. If you come to realise that you need saving and Jesus is that saviour, then it is good news for you. He became mortal that we might become immortal. He became a man that we might become the sons and daughters of God. See, that is the good news of Christmas. And so this Christmas, will it be good news for you? Will it be good news for you? 
for kids. If, if the good news you're seeking this Christmas only comes from the cr- presents, no doubt they'll be fun and joyful. But you see, that joy will not last. Come January, we'll, we'll get sick of our toys. Perhaps many of our toys won't even last in January. That joy will not last. Or for the rest of us, if our good news this Christmas only comes from the food, from the parties, from the celebration, or even from the public holidays. No doubt they'll be fun and relaxing and good, but that joy too will not last because come January, the grind and mundaneness and the stresses and the pressures of normal life begins once again. Whatever Christmas excitement there was, that would become a thing of the past. And so this Christmas... Don't sell yourself short. Let us not sell ourselves short by missing out on this good news that is for you. Don't miss out on the fact that Jesus is born saviour, not just a saviour out there, but a saviour for you. And if Jesus is your saviour, then that means it's good news not just at Christmas time, but every day for the rest of your life. And that's why today when the children were singing, their first song that they sang, they were able to sing this with meaning. Happy, happy day. Sing for joy, Christmas. Why? A saviour has been born. Fill the air with gladness, all the earth. To us a son is given. That is the saviour. He leaves his throne in heaven. God with us. And why? To bridge that chasm. Oh, happy day. You see, we can sing that with meaning because a saviour is born. That is wonderful news, wonderful news. A saviour was born for you. And so let that be the flavour of your Christmas, this Christmas. So let me pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that Jesus came to be saviour for us, to bridge the chasm, to bring us to you. And so we thank you that he did become a man that we might become the sons and daughters of God. And so we pray, Lord, that that will be the flavour of our Christmas, this Christmas and for the rest of our lives. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.